Many years ago, I heard a saying that I never forgot. And as a leader, a CEO, this is one of the thoughts that guides me to this day. If you are the smartest person in every room that you're in, you are in the wrong rooms. I bring this up because remember, one of the purposes for this podcast is demystifying what it takes to achieve success in your professional life. I'm a firm believer that... Hello, and welcome to Congruent Conversations, the career transition podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Dunbar. Let's get started. Today's episode is all about mindset. Frankly, one of the hardest things to manage during a career transition is the way we're thinking, the way we're speaking to ourselves, or the way other people speak to us. So everything I'm going to touch on in this episode, from our coaching nugget to the client love, is designed to challenge you to examine your thought process about what's possible for you, and perhaps begin to explore who and what is influencing the way that you're thinking today. For my job seekers, don't miss the invite to some spring events I'm hosting. And of course, if you catch this episode after the fact, I'm probably offering something and I'll tell you how to find my current events. Have you ever considered that the way that we speak can be a window into the way that we think? Or if you prefer to flip it, the inverse is also true. The way we think influences the way that we speak. Now, I could say a lot of things about thoughts being things and all kinds of other woo-woo mindset stuff. And I will at some point, trust me. But today <laughs> I'm addressing this because it's, it's kind of a big deal when we're trying to achieve important goals in our professional life. The nature of your self-talk has an incredible influence on your motivation, your belief, and your confidence in your ability to achieve the things that you say from your mouth that you want to achieve. In fact, whenever I have a prospective client and we're exploring whether my services are a good fit for them and vice versa, in addition to listening to their goals and getting the practical information necessary to assess whether I will be able to assist them in achieving those goals, I'm also carefully listening to the way that they talk about themselves and their goals. Because sometimes the way someone is thinking about their situation is a greater issue than implementing the practical steps necessary to achieve a transition out of a situation that they never wanted to be in to begin with. I'm actually going to dive in with a few opening questions that I want to invite you to consider. First question, what are you believing for professionally? What are you hoping to achieve in the next three months? How about the next six months? The next year? What about five years from now? Where do you want to be professionally? Another question. What words do you use to describe your goals? How do you describe them? How do you discuss them with others? Here's another question or group of questions. How do you talk about yourself? How do you talk to yourself? What words do you use when you're having, thinking your thoughts and having a conversation with yourself, if you will. Another question. Would you allow a perfect stranger to talk to you the way that you speak to yourself? 
Here's another flavor of that question. Would you allow a perfect stranger to talk to someone you love, your spouse or your partner, your child, your parent, or your best friend? Would you allow somebody else to talk to your loved one the way that you talk to yourself? For a lot of people, the issue in achieving the professional success that they want isn't the marketplace. It isn't competition. It isn't technology or some other practical thing. For some people, it's their mindset and what they believe is possible. Now, all of us, all of us, myself included, at some point or the other, might have to push the boundaries of our thoughts and beliefs in order to shift out of a place of comfort or familiarity and into something that we want that might currently be just slightly out of reach. And I put myself in this conversation just as much as anyone else that might be listening today. These questions are not about harsh judgment. They're not about not being enough or striving to be perfect all of the time in the way you think about yourself or even the way you talk about yourself. No one achieves perfection at all times under all circumstances. My goal with these questions is to invite you into some self-reflection on the way that you're thinking and speaking about yourself and your goals. And it's my hope that these questions will begin to arm you with tools to improve your outcomes as you pursue your professional goals. And it starts in your thoughts and in your self-talk. Many years ago, I heard a saying that I, I never forgot. And as a leader, a CEO, this is one of the thoughts that guide me to this day. If you are the smartest person in every room that you're in, you are in the wrong rooms. And I bring this up because remember, one of the purposes for this podcast is demystifying what it takes to achieve success in your professional life. And I'm a firm believer that your network, your inner circle, the people that are in your ear will influence the trajectory of your professional life, perhaps more than anything else ever could. I believe in building the best and the brightest team that I can, which also means surrounding myself with people that are curious and teachable and in their area of expertise, they know more than I do. So here are a few more questions for you today. How do the people closest to you talk about you? How do they talk about your goals? Here's another question. Who's in your ear? Who is in your inner circle? Here's another one. Who is helping you to achieve your goals? If you're an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur, who's on your team? Who should be on your team? Whether these are your first employees, your staff, it could be your advisors, your mentors? That's another question. Whether you are in career transition, looking for a new job, or whether you are launching a business, who's mentoring you? Who do you learn from? Who speaks into your life? Who can challenge you to go further than you might normally choose to go on your own? And this last question is really important. Who can correct you? Who can tell you that you're wrong? If it is true that we are the average of the five people that we spend the most time with, then the answers to these questions may help you to, in a way, predict your future. If you need to pause this episode and take time to grab a journal and just start answering some of these questions or reflect on them, please, please do that. This isn't something to rush by. It's important. So please take some time to consider this. We'll talk more about this in a future episode. Dear friend, where we place our focus matters in rollerblading, 
and life. This simple technique has the ability to transform the way you are showing up in your job search, in your business, and even in your family and in your personal life. In a world where we are constantly reminded of what we do not control, I find it helpful to remember that I have complete control over my mindset and I can take small steps every day to improve my thought life. Today's coaching nugget is one of my absolute favorite mindset shifting techniques. I personally use it when I need to shift how I'm thinking about something. And without question, I assign this to clients at times when I think it can help redirect their train of thought. Listen in for more. Hey everybody, Coach Nicole here. And today's coaching nugget of the day is about gratitude. Now, when I first graduated from college, I actually took a job in New York City and lived there for a few years before moving um, away from the city for a while. And I actually, while I was there, wanted to learn how to rollerblade. And I had bought rollerblades, and um, but had never really spent a whole lot of time on them. I was really excited about learning how to rollerblade. And my gym offered classes. And so I signed up for these rollerblading classes, and myself and about seven or eight of us were at, at Prospect Park every, every weekend learning how to rollerblade. And one of the very first things after learning how to stop that my instructor taught us was how to turn. And one of the things that he told us that I have never forgotten was that where my eyes were pointed were going to determine the direction that my body was going to go. Our natural response when we were in a frightening situation, i.e. rollerblading into a bush, is to be staring at the bush, willing ourselves not to actually hit the bush. But what he instructed us to do was to, if you don't know how to move your body, just move your eyes. Look where you want to go. Look from the bush that you're about to hit over to the clear pathway over here that you would rather turn to. And time after time, whenever I saw myself about to go off the path, if I changed where my eyes were focused, that would change the direction of my entire body. And naturally, I would not actually hit the bush or go off the path. I would actually continue moving smoothly down the down the path. And what I realized was that this didn't just apply to rollerblading or skating or any sort of movement of that nature. It actually applied to my life. Wherever I put my eyes was going to determine where my mind, where my body, where my thoughts were going to go for that day, for that week, for that time period, for that moment. And I realized that it's not just about what I'm thinking about consciously, but it also can be about what I'm grateful for. So now bringing us back to that gratitude nugget that I mentioned, I'm going to talk about something that you have probably heard about or have read about or have heard somebody talk about somewhere at some point in life. It's a gratitude journal. And before you start to pause and think that that's not really relevant to you today, unless you are actively doing something that you know works or that you hear works, you really can't say whether it's working or not. If you're struggling with saying forward thinking, if you're struggling with any sort of consistent positive thought to be able to move forward, if you're in career transition, or if you are dealing with the uncertainty that we are all dealing with as a human race, as a global community right now across our different cities, states, countries, regions, um, then we'll understand the importance where we put our eyes. And if you haven't thought about that yet, I want to challenge you to consider something very simple. When I have, when I'm working with clients, I encourage them to do a gratitude journal that consists of identifying 10 things that they are grateful for every single day, at least for a five day period. Now, all of us, 
all of us can figure out five things to be grateful for without even thinking about it. I am grateful that I am for health and strength. I am grateful that I have food in my refrigerator. I'm glad I have a roof over my head. I am glad that I have my bills paid today. I am glad that my family, my immediate family members are, are healthy and well. That, that's easy. That's easy. But when you start moving into item six through 10, now you're really being pushed to think about what you are, what beyond those basics, what you're grateful for. And the process of proactively identifying gratitude, things to be grateful for, can energize you and shift your mind and your vision from the place of about to hit that bush emotionally, mentally, or about to go off the the crater to going to a place of positivity, just like when I was taking my rollerblading classes. This is a simple strategy, but I challenge you to consider doing this for the next five days before you judge whether it's going to work for you or not. And then after five days, start to become the observer of your mindset, become the observer of what you are thinking and feeling and notice how that energy shifts in your body and notice if you're able to find yourself in a more positive mindset more often than not. When I first recorded this coaching nugget, it was early spring of 2020. And if you recall, certainly here in the US, the news media was presenting us with regular opportunities to be terrified like every four minutes. And I'm, I'm not making light of it at all. There were real things that were really scary happening almost all the time. But today, today's a different day in time. We're starting to see a slow return to some semblance of normalcy, or at least a new normal in many parts of our world. But can I tell you something? This five-day gratitude challenge and journaling technique has been around long before 2020 was a thing. And it will be here long after we have forgotten the intense fear and worry and concern of last year. Why? Because there is always something waiting to frighten us or distract us. There is always something that will help us to focus on the most negative, most fearful, the smallest, the most limiting outcome in any situation. There's always an opportunity to focus on what we do not have, what we do not know, or what we cannot see. In those moments, when they come, not if, but when they come. I hope you'll remember this coaching nugget, this little technique that might just help you shift your outlook, re-energize, and begin again. It's time for another client love, Tales from My Inbox. If we're connected on LinkedIn, you've probably seen them as I always use a heart image when I share these on my social channels. Essentially, it's an email from either one of my clients or one of the job seekers or new entrepreneurs in my network. Either way, at some point or the other, all of them attended one of my free coaching events that I promote to my job seeker and startup founder network on LinkedIn. In these emails, they've landed their next job or their first major client and they're excited about it and they tell me. When we are in job search or launching a business, sometimes it's hard, it's hard to believe that we're ever going to make it. It's my hope that adding this segment as part of the podcast can help you hear success from others that have been in your shoes and begin to believe that you are next. Hi, Nicole. I just wanted to let you know I received an offer today from it's for a and I'll get the opportunity to do some data analysis work in the role. I was offered in salary, including some good benefits. Thank you for your help with my resume. It was getting some good attention. I'm excited and of course nervous, but God, the way I see it, 
I have potential growth opportunities with this company because they are in 130 countries. I'm really excited about the opportunity to do data analysis. I start May 3rd. Friends, not all career paths are straight. When we met, this woman was in a survival job that she hated because a job that she took as a career pivot furloughed her the year prior. She wanted help with career discovery, and our work together surfaced an original career path that she wanted to return to. Then, the career pivot called her back. Now, she could have stayed with that pivot. After all, she was working again, right? She was out of that horrible survival job and was back into a company that she was familiar with already. But instead, she continued her search. She decided that she was done with comfort and she wanted to play a bigger game in her life. She wanted to pursue the path that she rediscovered in our coaching. And the rest is history. If you are in a career change, you can check out the featured section on my LinkedIn profile for upcoming free group events and grab a spot. And if you hear this episode long after this, chances are pretty good that I'm offering some sort of event then as well. Connect with me or follow me on LinkedIn for the latest schedule of events. They are always available to you in the featured section on my profile. And of course, you can just bypass the group event and book a one-on-one -on -one breakthrough strategy session with me. Those get some really great results. You'll find a link for that in the show notes as well. After listening in on today's episodes, you might have some questions. Well, the best conversations are an exchange of ideas, questions, and answers. And it's my hope that this podcast will always have the feel of a good conversation. So if you've got a question about career transition or any of the topics that we covered in our episode today, you can submit your question at www.speakpipe.com forward slash congruent conversations. Again, that's www.speakpipe.com forward slash congruent conversations. We'll also add a link in the show notes to this page so that you can record your question. My team and I will be regularly selecting questions that come in to answer on a future episode. I hope I've whetted your appetite for more congruent conversations. If I have, will you consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts? Google Podcasts and YouTube will be coming soon, and I'll be sure to let you know when it's ready. These little things like subscribing, reviews, sharing with others, they make a huge difference to the success of this show. So thank you in advance for doing this. If we're not connected on LinkedIn, let's get connected today. You'll find the social URLs in the show notes for this and all episodes, or you can simply find me on LinkedIn by my name, Nicole Dunbar, and my company page on LinkedIn, which is Congruency International, LLC. Connecting with me on LinkedIn will also give you access to video coaching nuggets and live coaching events that I offer to my social network. And as always, if this was helpful to you, I hope you will tell someone about the podcast. In the show notes, you'll find a link to the podcast website that you can share with a friend. Now that's it for me today. This is Coach Nicole wishing you strength for the journey. Career transition is a marathon. It is not a sprint and we must have strength for the journey. So until next time, we'll speak soon. Take care, everybody. Bye now.